You're listening to episode number 31 of the Brain BS Podcast, Compare, Despair, and Facebook. Welcome to the Brain BS Podcast, where you will learn how to recognize when the BS detector in your brain is sounding off and how to use that knowledge to get what you want out of life. Now here is your host, certified life coach from the Life Coach School and podcast newbie extraordinaire, Maureen Kafkas from MK Coach LLC. Hello and welcome back to the Brain BS Podcast. I am here in beautiful, sunny Santa Barbara, another amazing day, another day where the pool is calling me and trying to get me to come and swim and relax instead of working. And so far... It's working. <laughs> I have the worst brain BS right now. And I'm not, I'm not like feeding into it. I'm not buying into it, but I'm just telling you it's there. And I'm sharing it with you so you kind of see what I mean when I say actively manage your mind. Now we've been away from the Midwest for three weeks now, and it's a long period of time for me to go without making my business my primary focus. And the truth is, when I come out here, it's just not. And if I keep thinking it should be, and then I don't make it my focus, then that's really going to cause me some suffering. And it has in the past. I can beat myself up. I can think that I'm not disciplined enough. I'm not focused enough. I'm not passionate enough about my business. I'm lazy. I'm scattered. I could come up with all kinds of reasons to beat myself up because I cannot focus on doing the work here. But why why would I do that, right? How is that going to serve me? So I've decided that I think what I need to do is maybe change my expectations of who I'm going to be when I come out here, at least for right now. It'll be a different story when we're here um, more often and for a longer period of time. But as it is, it's every couple of months going back and forth. It's kind of, it's hard for me. I'm just going to say it. It's hard for me. And I know that's a thought. So now I'm going to try to figure out, I, I have to really dig deep on all of this and I have to figure out a different way to look at it because I am not going to keep feeling like I abandoned my business or I'm not doing what I should be doing because that just makes me feel bad. And honestly, I don't want to feel bad. Like for multiple reasons. I don't want to feel bad because it doesn't feel good, but also because of the law of attraction. And I don't want my point of attraction to be me beating myself up or feeling like I'm not good enough because then that means I attract more of the same. So that is the brain BS that's going on in my head today. And then there's more brain BS on top of it because then it's all about preparing to close up this house to go to our other one which has a whole list of things that need to be done. And every single time when I'm getting ready to go back, I start to get this level of anxiety. It's not horrible. Um, It's way better than it used to be. But it's still there nonetheless. And it kind of takes away some of the joy from the last couple of days that we're here. So I am trying to remember that I've never missed the flight. We've come close a couple times because we're too casual because the airport's so small here. But I've always gotten everything done. And if we haven't, we figure it out. So it's really nothing to get worked up over. I think it's just, you know, and then flying, 
COVID, the cases coming back up, all kinds of brain BS going on in my head today. Oh my goodness. All right, that's okay. I feel a little better now that I got that off my chest. Oh wait, I have one more. My, my ginger, you know my dogs ginger and basil, cutest, most amazing dogs ever. Well, they're with their sitter who absolutely adores them. And Ginger's having some issues with her tush and something on the back of her and she's in pain and having problems. Right now they're in between beds, so I'm dealing with that also. But I got that worked out too. Because you know why? I know how to take charge. I know how to manage my mind. I know how to get things done. And that is what I'm going to remind myself going into the next 48 hours. So, all right, enough of my brain BS because it appears I have a lot of it today. <laughs> um, so this week, what we're going to talk about is one of my favorite topics, and that is compare, despair, and Facebook. So this episode then is something that all of us humans like to do. We compare ourselves to one another and make judgments about what we believe to be true. For multiple reasons, we love to compare and despair. And what better opportunity for us to do that than on Facebook? We're going to explore why we get so caught up in this, how it triggers us in negative ways, and how we can experience so much more peace of mind if we actively manage our minds on social media. So first, let's acknowledge that even if we perceive our situation as better than somebody else's, there's always going to be somebody else who we perceive to be doing better than us. And that seems to be where we like to focus. That's, that's what brains do. We see their beautiful homes, their fancy cars, and hear about their ma- amazing vacations that they go on and we envy them and wish we could be more like them. What is really happening though when we do that is we're rejecting our present moment as not being good enough and wishing it was somehow different. We could have a million great things going on in our lives, but our brains only want to offer us what we don't have and what is not good enough. This is normal. Nothing's gone wrong. This is just how brains work. But it's yet another reason why we have to be on to them and learn how to identify brain BS when we see it. It is also another reason why it's so important to learn how to actively manage your mind. For example, I am in multiple Facebook groups for my business where life coaches discuss the progress they're making in their business and celebrate their accomplishments. Depending on my frame of mind, when I look at the post, it can either completely inspire me or totally bring me down. On a bad day, I kind of start to measure myself against them and think I should be at the same place as them. You know, the ones who are truly and really successful. I can start to think about something, something has gone wrong with my business and I'm off track. Those trigger thoughts of fear or feelings of fear and doubt in me. I look for evidence to support that they are true and then I take action from that place which gives me my less desirable results. I forget that we all have totally human brains and they're unique and we have our own distinctive filter of how we look at life. I lose sight of the fact that when we compare ourselves to other humans, it's sort of like comparing apples and oranges because we have no idea of what their life experience has been how they have arrived to the point where they're at, or even what the point of where they're at really is, or how they view themselves. So let's talk about when I'm managing my mind and having a good day 
and what happens when I look at the posts in Facebook groups. I can be inspired by the success of the other coaches because I'm not comparing myself to them. On these days, I know everything is unfolding exactly as planned and I am trusting the process. I know that it's inevitable that I'm going to have my own success as well and I'm not impatient for it. So this triggers feelings of confidence and leads to totally different actions and results than fear and doubt would create. On a good day, I know that anything I'm thinking about them is a projection of my own brain. I know that since they are humans with brains, they are most likely comparing themselves to somebody else who is doing better than them, quote unquote better, and they don't feel good enough. So you see here that when we feel bad about where we are in our lives and how we are doing, it really doesn't have anything to do with what other people are doing or how well they're doing. It all is what gets triggered in our minds when we see other people doing what we believe is a better job than us. If we can actively choose to be good enough on purpose and maintain our belief in ourselves, then we don't have to be threatened by other people's success or good fortune. And this feels so much better. Okay, so let's look at another example of how this can play out. Say the family finally gets to go on that vacation we've been saving up for and we're super excited about it. Everybody's anticipating how much fun it will be, where we will be staying, how we will spend our time. Then we decide to get on Facebook to maybe share our plans and see what somebody else might be doing. And then we see that they're doing something that's way more expensive and fancier than what we're doing. Never mind that we were just really excited a minute ago about our vacation. Now our mind has been triggered and we might be thinking, oh man, I wish that's what we were doing. We'll never be able to do something like that. Those people are so lucky. And then we're disappointed about our trip and we no longer get excited about it because we feel like it just isn't really good enough. This kind of compare and despair is coming directly from our ego and it's total brain BS. So on the flip side, if we focus on how hard we have worked to make this vacation a possibility, we can feel really good about ourselves. If we can accept our reality exactly as it is and not reject it as not good enough, we don't have to suffer. We can trust the process that this is our vacation for now and it's perfect for now and we are going to really enjoy it. Instead of comparing ourselves to other people who have more money, we can compare our past self with our current self. We can acknowledge how far we've come and celebrate all our accomplishments that are permitting us to be able to go on a vacation at all. It really is just choosing where you want to give your attention. Do you want to stay stuck in envy and not feeling good enough? Or do we want to feel grateful, abundant, and at peace with the reality of our lives just as they are for now? All right, let's look at another Facebook scenario that can get us going. It's quite common. There's so many of them, but I can only do so many today. Um, So say we decide to post a picture or comment on social media and we notice that nobody's responding or reacting to it. Our first thought could be, I wonder why nobody's responding. Then we start to compare our posts and the level of activity they generate to other people who posted. We start giving ourselves all these stories about why maybe somebody hasn't posted or responded. For those of us that have that theme, and I know it well because I used to have it, we feel like, did we do something wrong? 
Like, why isn't anybody, you know, doing, did I offend someone? It is like crazy, the stuff that we can come up with when we're left to our own devices, when we don't get the reaction that we want from other people. We usually start to make it mean something negative or uncomfortable about ourselves when we don't get that external validation that is so important and critical to us on Facebook. We think it's a problem that nobody appears to care about our posts because of the brain BS our brain is offering us. We make something that really isn't a problem into a source of suffering when we do not purposely manage our minds. For instance, I have a Facebook group called the Brain BS Group and used to have a stepmoms group called So Much More Than Stepmoms. I posted in those groups every day for months after months after months with no replies or responses from anybody. I'll admit that I started to get pretty frustrated and discouraged with the whole Facebook group thing and trying to get people to speak up. I started to spend all my time in the heads of my group members trying to figure out what they were thinking or wanted. I became impatient and was basically rejecting the present moment and the current state of the group. Because of that becoming my whole point of attraction, and when I say that, you know I'm talking about the law of attraction, that what we put out there is what we get back. So I was just attracting more of the same type of energy in my group and robbing myself of my personal power in the process. It wasn't until I started to come back into my own head and myself and manage my own energy on Facebook that I changed my point of attraction. At some point, my thought process evolved from thinking I was not doing anything good enough to recognizing that social media was an amazing opportunity for personal growth. Instead of thinking I needed other people to validate me or my post, I decided that it's not necessary if I love how I am showing up and validate myself. The only reason I was able to come to that conclusion and to get my personal power back was because I purposely decided that it was happening for me and not to me. And what was the lesson here? So the lesson in my case was getting a bunch of likes and people responding to my post and making superficial comments on them was way less important than me learning to be comfortable in my own skin, no matter what's going on around me and no matter who's not paying attention to what I say or do. This next scenario that I want to talk about is um, is coming up because I have my high school reunion. I kind of talked about that in another episode, if you recall. So what's different now is like, so the class reunion's coming up and usually we want to know how somebody's doing and what they look like now. And we used to have to wait until you actually got to the event and then you'd have to kind of try to figure out who everyone was, right? And the older you are, because it's my, no, that can't be right. I'm not even going to share the number again. But anyway, so yeah, it's 40. My 40th class reunion is coming up. Anyway, it used to be you would have to wait and see them in person to find out everything about them. Well, now you just Google them and search them on Facebook and you can pretty much find out everything that they've been doing since the last time you saw them. And that kind of takes the fun out of it, to be quite honest. But not only does it take the fun out of it, it also triggers a lot of comparisons and feelings of not being good enough when you see what other people are doing and you think they're being, you know, doing better than you are. We totally forget that it's just us with our unique filter of a brain interpreting what we see that's posted on Facebook. 
And we make these decisions and these these assumptions about people and get a perspective without even actually interacting with them. That's the craziest thing about Facebook to me. We think that we get an idea of what a person's like without ever actually even spending time with them in person. And it's all just what we decide to filter and share with other people. This leaves so much room for misperceptions because everything we see is actually a projection of our own brain. We might even search enough people in our class and find out that so many of them are doing well. And if we don't think we are, we might choose to miss out on something as fun as a class reunion because we don't feel like we're doing as well as the other people. Again, always, it usually comes down to compare and despair when we're on Facebook. How about instead of letting your ego run rampant, we remember that we're only seeing the fraction of a life an individual will share on Facebook. The side that is presented us to make that person look great. We're not seeing the whole picture. And we know this because anybody with a brain who is alive and experiences the 50-50 of life, meaning half the time life sucks and half the time it doesn't. This applies to all of us, whether we're rich, successful, beautiful and famous, or if we're unattractive, poverty-stricken, unemployed, and nobody knows us. All the uncomfortable feelings are experienced by all of the humans, and it's all part of the human experience, and there are no exceptions to this. So the next time you want to compare and despair on Facebook, don't. So in conclusion, Because we all have brains, we love to take note of how we are not good enough and everybody else is doing better than us when we look at social media. Making matters worse, Facebook is a venue that thrives on seeking validation from other people, which totally robs us of our personal power when we don't get it. If we can learn to manage our minds, accept that we are all in this human experience together, no matter what it might appear like on the surface, and bring the right energy to how we spend our time on Facebook, we can lose the compare and despair and create a much more pleasant experience for ourselves on social media. Hope you found something valuable here today. See you next episode. If you like what you heard here today, I would like to ask you to subscribe to the Brain BS podcast. Give me a review of five and share it with everybody you know. You can also go to my website, www.thebrainbs.com and check out what I'm all about and how I can possibly help you. If you're ready, you can sign up for a free 60-minute consult or get to know me better in my free Facebook group called The Brain BS Group, where we dig deeper on all of these topics and you can ask me all the questions. Lastly, always remember, the only thing standing between you and the life you want is your brain BS.